Sweet Sweet Garbage is a podcast in which two women, Jenna Redding and Bailey Von Schneider, take a look back at some of their favorite garbage films and television. Knowing them as we do, we have to ask the question, why do they find themselves enamored with this trash? Not only that, why do we ourselves root for the problematic woman? We love a good crazy stalker, male or female. Why is Bailey okay with the idea of Penn Badgley stalking her? Why does Jenna want to single white female every person she meets? Can they be feminists and still enjoy these indulgences? Let's find out. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Sweet Sweet Garbage. This week we're going to be talking about 1993's The Crush. And yeah, Bailey, do you want to go into a little synopsis of that? Yeah, so what it is, is Nick Elliott, a 28-year-old newspaper reporter, moves into the guest house of the Foresters. Everything goes fine until he meets 14-year-old Adrian, the Foresters' only child. When she develops a crush and is rebuffed, she retaliates with vengeance. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say um, this movie's crazy. (laughs) Yes, very, very crazy. I mean, I gotta, like, I definitely had a way better time watching this movie than I did Poison Ivy. But, like, at a certain point, I was like, dude, how the fuck did this get made? (laughs) Like, who was like, yeah, let's greenlight a movie about a 14-year-old girl who wants to fuck Carrie Yule's and, like, is just bent on destroying his life. Who, like, who okay, took now my, that meeting? <laughs> my question is, is that, I thought his last name was always Elways. Oh, I actually have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, I, okay, because I was like, I think it's Carrie Elways, but I don't know. It, I could be wrong. It might I feel be. like I've never I've, heard his name. I've actually never, yeah, I've never actually heard it said out loud. So I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. But anyway, um, yeah, so she's obsessed with him because, I mean, we're talking, like, this is his prime. This is, like, he's, like, 30. He's, like, super sexy. He's He's got the scruff. He rocks the glasses. Like, he's gonna make any, like, 14-year-old girl, like, be like, holy shit, who moved in behind me? Like, if I was her age and that man, like, walked... Because you're, like, at 14... All boys are pretty much, like, very androgynous at that point. So, like, especially... Because, like, even, like, you know, with, like, when I was seven and I was in love with Leonardo, like, he was still kind of, like, androgynous looking. He oh, yeah, didn't no, really, he like, take had, like, on lesbian his... lesbian vibes a little bit. Yeah, like, you know, and lots of boys. If you look back, at, especially at the 2000s, like, girls' crushes, like, all of those boys were, like, super, super androgynous, which is just so funny to me. So then when you see, like, this man, like, walk in, you're gonna be like, whoa, those are literally boys that I go to school with. Like, this is, this is, like, making my heart racing. Like, you're starting to, you know, feel a certain way. And, like, she clearly is, like, infatuated with him. But what gets me is that not only she's, like, okay, cool, she's, like, infatuated with him, but she, like... I don't know, like, controls the situation, like, really well. Like, she comes on to him. Like, she seems way more than, like, 14. Right. And which again... Which is, like... Uh, I feel like, again, yeah, it's this... You know, this was written and directed by... Um, what's his name? It's... Um, he, I can't remember had, what like, his name is, but it, he... Also, like, the guy that directed this, like, he hasn't done much. Yeah, his name Alan is Shapiro. Alan Shapiro. Dude, his follow-up to this movie was Flipper. What? Like, 
Yes. That's... The dude made The Crush in 1993, and in 1996, he wrote and directed Flipper. Well, I guess talk like, about range, right? <laughs> and then the man hasn't done anything since 96. Wow. Not even like, he doesn't even like direct a lot of TV or anything like that? Nothing. Wow. Like prior to it, he did some stuff. Then he did The Crush in 93, Flipper in 96. And then it says he has two upcoming projects. But like, I don't know shit about those upcoming projects. So like wow. as of 1996. And like, I assume that Flipper probably did relatively well. I mean, it, it like made Elijah Wood kind of a name. So like, it's not like, I wonder what happened that all of a sudden the dude just hasn't worked since 1996. Right. No, that's it's that's really interesting actually because right? yeah I mean I mean I feel like Flipper is the one I would have seen back then like I didn't see the crush until right. I was a teenager I think so mm-hmm. it's just funny um, yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. so it's just it's one of those things that we're like it is it's her she's fourteen she definitely looks and acts like she's like eighteen or nineteen like. There was never a point yeah. where, like, I really thought of her as 14 unless it was, like, explicitly said. And I feel like they probably did that on purpose. Yeah, it wasn't like Lolita, where especially in, like, the the remake of Lolita, they, like, hit it over the head with how, like, juvenile she was. Right. Like, from wearing the retainer, from doing... Like, you just... It, like... It, like, makes you, you cringe, you know? Whereas this one, they were like, oh, we're gonna be like, oh, she's 14, but we're gonna have her, like, dress sexy, we're gonna have her be sexy, and we're gonna have her seem sophisticated, coming down to the fact that, like, this man is, like, a journalist, but yet he doesn't know how to write well, and she, like, rewrites his paper, unbeknownst right. to him, <laughs> and then, like, it, it winds up in, like, the hands of, like, his boss, and his boss is like, damn, you're so good at writing. So, like, this 14-year-old girl is, like, clearly, like, very worldly, so you right. forget, yeah, you forget from time to time that she's, like, 14. But then when, you know, we're supposed to, like, somehow be on Nick's side, yet he passes, like, comments, like, oh, if you were only, like, 10 years older. Like, I would be right. all up in that shit. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, you're not supposed to say this to a 14-year-old girl that clearly likes you. That is, like... Because she, at that point, she hadn't really done anything other than just being, like, innocent. The worst thing she did was, like, oh, yeah, I broke in and I rewrote your paper. But that, like, helped him. Right. You know, it wasn't like she did anything harmful at this point. And, yeah, he's just like, mm, damn, if you were only 24. <laughs> you know? Right. And it's like... It's so funny because you think about these things and it would be interesting to actually watch a movie where the, where like they actually have to kind of deal with the consequences of their actions. Like this one isn't Mm. like, I wouldn't say he ever really does anything super, super over the line. Like, yeah, that, that line was super cringy, but like you think about like, you know, we talk about this movie a million times, but you know, you think about like Fatal Attraction and, like, mm-hmm. how, like, he basically gets away with doing, like, yeah. being a bu- bullshit dude, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, cheats on his wife, spends the weekend having sex with, like, another woman, and somehow he's not the villain. Right, right, no. Like, like he's the fucking villain of that movie. <laughs> exactly. And, like, like I feel like it's fact. when you had moments like that in The Crush where, you know, he would make weird comments about her or, like, you know, do things that, like seemingly validated her and would probably make her want him more. Of course. Yeah. You know, like, let's actually delve into that a little bit. Let's talk about that. Because, like, that's actually interesting to me, you know? Like, it's like, let's actually, like, see what happens when you're not careful and you don't actually, like, think about what you're saying and stuff like that. 
Yeah, like, if he meant nothing but, like, there's certain things, like, him being nice to her in the beginning, like, I felt like nothing, yeah, like, no, there wrong was nothing, with that. Yeah, no, there was nothing, yeah. Like, I was like, okay, this is, like, totally innocent enough. What really made me be like, oh, was truly that line where he was like, oh, if you were only ten years older. Right. And then when they drive off, she's like, oh, could we go in your car and, like, go to a point? And then she kisses him and, like, granted, he's like, yo, like, no, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, dude. Like, you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have gotten in the car with her. You shouldn't have driven her to a point where everybody goes to, like, make out. Right. Like, she's 14. Like, it's so creepy. Like, what do you, yeah, what did you think she wanted to do by going in the car with you? Like, what? Yeah. Like, what do you, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> And then there's just moments where it's, like, he's fine with going there with her. He's fine with, like, making these comments. He's clearly, like, attracted to her. And, like, that's how you know he's 100% attracted to her when he's, like, oh, if you were only 10 years older. Right. Like, really drives you know, it like, home. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then when she passes that comment, was, like, oh, would you ever do a virgin? And he's all, like, what? Wah, wah, wah. Like, yeah. And that's when he, like, kind of gets all psychotic. And I'm, like, dude, you've been, like, not, like, letting leading her on. But at the same time, you've been... Like flirting with her, you you've been doing these things. Put the kibosh on it. You haven't like put a firm like, hey, I, you know, we can be nice to each other. We can like, mm-hmm. you know, we can talk, but like, we there has to be an adult around, or, you know, like there has to, you know, like setting fucking boundaries. Like, obviously, yeah, you don't 14. think you obviously he probably is just like, oh, I shouldn't have to like say those things, but like she is a child. And, like, you have to, you have to, like, set boundaries with children. Like, I kind of wish that you would get, like, the movie where she was, like, let's say 18, and she looked 18, acted 18, but was, like, still in high school, and he's, like, 28 at this point. So if it's, like, 28, 18, like, would he have gone for it? Right. And, like, that's still... (laughs) I mean, it's such a funny thing. It is. It really is. And, like, I always have such a, like, hard time talking about this sort of thing because I've always Mm -hmm. been into older dudes but like I do understand but like the implications (laughs) of that and like the thing is I've always I've always chased older guys like I've always been into older guys like I've always been into older women like I've just always gone for people older than me but like I want to say like when I was, like, 17 or 18, like, fucking 33-year-olds weren't talking to me. They were, like, straight up being, like, no, like, you're, you're a child. Too, a baby. Yeah, so it's good to know that those guys at least had, you know, boundaries. Right. But, yeah, no, for me, I've always, like, I pretty much for the most, like, like, I like younger men, but I also don't like, you know, like, 18-year-old men and, right. like, younger than that. I want them to be at least solidly over the age of, like, 23. Well, it's like, you yeah, know, and that's to... still, like, creepy because I'm, like, 30, but, like, it's hey, not that I, bad. Know, I like Listen, me, like, as long as you can go year old into sexy a bar, man. as long as you can go into a bar with these people, it's fine. <laughs> I feel like yeah, as long as you guys being, like, can... oh, my boyfriend's 20, I'd be like, uh... Why? But that's creepy just to me, like, you know, it's like, why would you be dating a 20-year-old? Like, even, like, if you're 21 and he's 20, like, sure, obviously, yeah. like, it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. But if you're just like, oh, I like younger men, but, yeah, I want a 20-year-old. I'm like, no, what do you want with a 20-year-old? Because they still kind of look... I don't know, like, we were talking, like, sometimes 20-year-old boys still look, like, androgynous. Oh, so if that's what you're into. If you're into, like, Justin Bieber, who still, like, looks like, I don't know, like, a lesbian, like, God forgive me, <laughs> and that's not, that's not, like, a, that's not, I don't want that to come off as, like, a homophobic comment. I feel like that just seems like it's a fact. <laughs> like, you know? Um, so, like, if you're into that, like, I know plenty of women my age that think Justin Bieber is sexy, and I, at 
all. I don't know. I just like right. You know, I, I don't know. I like my men to have a little bit of like scruff to them, a little bit of meat on their bones. He's just like this tiny little guy who like grows that stupid little mustache. And I'm like, <laughs> you're still into that guy. I'm like, look at him. He looks like a pedophile with that mustache. Yeah. It's all. I always say it. It's like I really wish I had the confidence of like a mediocre white dude who like decides to oh. who decides to grow a mustache. <laughs> God, that's one of it. There's this TV show Smilf. It unfortunately got canceled, but there was just like a lot of drama behind the scenes with that. But one of the best lines I've ever heard was when she's talking with her African American friend and this white guy just does something like redi- like so ridiculous. And she just like looks at her looks at Frankie Shaw and she's just like, "Oh man, to have the confidence of a mediocre white man for a day." Like it's so true. And I, that line hit and I I was like oh my god that is so real yeah you know uh, that's a good like, line oh. <laughs> it was it was such a good line i was like god damn i was like that slaps <laughs> yeah but yeah basically though he as he starts to kind of push her away um mm-hmm. nick does basically it intensifies the um the crush that oh, alicia silverstone or adrian has adrian adrian slash darian that's a whole other thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. her name was different so basically <laughs> this um the guy who wrote and directed this based this off of a real incident that happened to him in his life so or this, he, he, we, he wants us to believe that this happened to him right. I'm, not, I'm not too sure like exactly what like that there was a hot 14 year old girl like into him but right right Um, that's what he claims but anyway yeah no so in the original movie she's called darian and like in the original theatrical cut she was called darian but then um the real darian who was involved with this guy in some way who we we don't really know the story but he Mm -hmm. uh or she sued him and so basically there was this whole thing that happened and then they like went back and for like the video release like changed her name to adrian and it's mm. like yeah so she's still Alicia and you can like see when the lips are like not lined up right if it's like da- you could see it say like the hot the high d and darian but yet it's like dubbed right adrian. right and i was just like oh my god that's so funny but yeah, so but Alicia Silverstone is still like cat like on IMDb. Her credit still says Darian. Yeah. And I think I remember when I first saw this movie, I remember her being called Darian. So like, and I was like, that's kind of a badass name. I'm like, I kind of like that name. Yeah, I like and then, it. And then yeah, it, when I was rewatching it here, they kept saying Adrian, and I was like, what? I was like very confused by it. But yes, anyways, Adrian's like fire for Nick intensifies as he like pulls away. Right. And then she has this like friend or like acquaintance who basically, um, I guess like warns Nick, which I thought was weird because like it's this person who I guess is close enough to Adrian to know all of this stuff about her, but like isn't close enough with her to not rat her out to Nick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was a weird dynamic because she we first meet her, she just like walks over into like his Adrian sitting in her yard, like looking at Nick because she's like, oh, he's cute. And then this girl pops up and then it, she's like, oh, yeah, this is the new guy. Like, go check him out for me. And she's like, OK. So she like goes up and like weirdly introduces herself and he's like, oh, hi, blah, blah, blah. And then she like goes back to like over to Adrian and it's just like a weird dynamic. They apparently go horseback riding together. But the th- the weird thing was that like she appears to be a friend and then all of a sudden just like shows up 
at Nick. Nick is about to like get in his, into his car, and she comes up and she's like, "I want to talk to you about Adrian." And of course, Adrian sees all this, and then like just devises a plan to like hurt, you know, the Cheyenne. That's yeah, what the Cheyenne. Yeah. Cheyenne because like Cheyenne was like getting ready to like do like steeple chasing so she's like oh yeah oh don't worry go get go get changed and I'll like lock in you know the the harness onto the horse you know and it's okay and of course she didn't lock it in well and she goes ass over tea kettle like falls <laughs> only breaks her arm like she's fucking lucky that's all that happened because yeah. you're gonna break your neck and die so like the thing was you know, we it's like, oh, okay, like, she does all these things, but is lucky that she hasn't killed anybody in all of, like, the horrible things she's doing. Right, well, no, no she did, well, like, they hint at the fact that she probably killed the last oh. crush. Yes, she so. did, yeah, that's true, because then when, um, when, you know, now with her broken arm, Cheyenne is like, yo, this bitch is crazy. Um, goes and confronts, like, Nick again, and is like, blah, 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 and she's like, oh, yeah, our last camp counselor, like, mysteriously was poisoned. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay, so, she kill men that reject her, we get that. And I'm just like, you know Um, what, good for you, good for you, Adrian. But it was just so funny, so, like, yeah, Cheyenne works as this person, or, like, character who like gives Nick information that he needs but like it makes no sense like it doesn't make any mm. sense that she has that they're supposed to be these close friends and like as soon as like Nick comes into the picture she like turns on Adrian you know what I mean? Yeah, it made no sense, because even if you think your friend is a certain way but like my thing was like if you think she's like this why are you still like hanging out with her? Right. Like Cheyenne comes to, like, Adrian's house. It's not like, you know, Adrian went to Cheyenne. It's like Cheyenne came to Adrian. So it's like, why is she in your... Okay, cool, so you might go to school with her. You might do, you know, riding with her. It's just... It, it, you're right, it makes no sense. Like, what purpose does, you know, other than being this, like, information for Nick, what purpose does Cheyenne truly have in this movie? Right, and it's nothing. Zilch. <laughs> Zilcho. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the opposite of like, you know, um, in Fear when you have um, Alyssa Milano's character like actually serves a purpose, especially like being Nicole's friend. But then when David like goes after her, it's something that like Nicole can see and see like this different side of David. And then there's that struggle of do I believe my friend or do I believe my boyfriend? So at least like that friend character like serves a purpose throughout like the movie. Like if this character was like, oh no, like I know Adrian. Like if he had said to her like, does Adrian do things different? Like and like, so like I felt like all of that could have been written differently where maybe Nick goes after trying to get information out of Cheyenne and then Cheyenne doesn't want to give him any information but then slips up you know maybe he starts like you know but no this is just so weird that she just comes up to him randomly and is like by the way it was it was just lazy it was like it was a lazy way to get information basically (laughs) um yeah so it's just yeah so basically though you're just getting and i this is all the parts that i started to love like when Alicia Silverstone is acting crazy, it's like a part I like I've never really seen her do before. Cause like really all I know her from is Clueless and then Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh my god, yes. When she played Batgirl, is that what she was? 
Yeah, I yeah, she was back she was in that movie. Yeah. That movie had a lot of sexy people, though. Like, you get her, you have, like, George Clooney, you have Uma Thurman, you have, like, prime Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. That's, like, a sexy cast. No, no, it's, and actually, That's a sexy I, cast. I feel like it needs to be revisited, because, like, honestly, like, that movie is fun as hell. Like, True. it's so fun. Do- like, what, Dr. Freeze is, like, of, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like. All true. of his, like, little quips, where he's all, like. I, I see you next winter or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I get I get that like true Batman fan. I'm also not like a true Batman fan. I'll just like watch that shit. But like true Batman fans were like, this is so stupid. This is so campy. And I'm over here being like, I'm I sucker for some yeah, campy like, shit. Yeah, like I was like, send me the it camp. Felt like like the TV show, like a big ass budget episode of like the campy TV show from the '60s, yeah. like with Adam West. And people hated that like. Because Schumacher, Schumacher was a gay man, so he would always sort of have that, like, that, 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 I feel like there was that, like, gaze of, like, certain things that he would infuse within it. So I think that helped with the campiness, but, like, he put nipples on Batman, and everybody was like, of course a gay man is going to put nipples on Batman. I'm like, who cares? If he has nipples, if he doesn't have yeah. nipples, like, and it's like, so what? like, who cares that there's nipples on Batman's some costume? Of you dudes, Let the man make the crazy some of movie you dudes he wanted too, to do. just, like, need, you need... <laughs> <laughs> to be fucking stared at the way you guys stare at women. you It's uncomfortable for right? you? Well, go, guess what? It's uncomfortable for most women. Hey, I think Clooney was totally fine with putting the nips on and, you know, and, like, he's got, like, the rock-hard abs under, like, the costume. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. Like, that was, like, in, in this movie, I like that we see some ca- Of course, we get Alicia Silverstone's ass or, like, an ass double, I'm not sure. But we see some Carrie Elway's ass in this movie and I was like all right all right I like seeing some male butt because you don't often see that especially when you get something like you know we came off of Lolita where it's just like all of these weird shots of like her body and like I felt like we got those in this movie but we didn't get them as like I don't know and I didn't feel as uncomfortable and maybe I didn't feel as uncomfortable because Alicia Silverstone like feels older than you know like the character did within Lolita like even if they were like the same age because Alicia Silverstone I think was 16 when this movie came out so she was still young like she had some of the baby fat like still on her face yeah this is like two years before she share like she I think she got even taller because she's like not really like completely filled out to like you know that because when she shares she's like really tall yeah well she would always wear like those big those big ass shoes too shoes in it too to make her appear that she's bigger but yeah this she like while there was like a youthfulness to her but like you were like oh okay like she looks young she still never looked like I felt so uncomfortable that like Carrie Elways was like saying oh you know I wish you were 10 years older because like you know she didn't have a retainer or right (laughs) I swear (laughs) retainers like retainers and braces straight up just like I think the like the perfect thing is like in Pen15 is that they one character has braces and one wears a retainer constantly and even though they're the 30 year old women like when you just see them open their mouths you like cringe and it like sucks you into like believing that they're like 13. So I feel like that like within you know Lolita made you feel like the minute she smiles with a retainer you're just like you know what a retainer means it's just oh yeah no it's just like you know it it sends you back to that like age range basically Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. You're like, oh, this person has braces and they're not, 
you know, what, Tom Cruise when he's, like, 45 getting braces, then you know this is somebody who is young. This is somebody who has, like, not had her period yet. She even mentions at one point in this movie, I got my period, which was so random. I know. Like, oh, my God. It was so unprovoked. <laughs> I was like, why are you telling him this just because now he's like, well, now I can have sex with her. Now she's a like, woman. Is that what you would <laughs> right? Oh, well, I can totally... Oh, I didn't like you yesterday because you weren't ovulating. But now that, like, you've got all that going for you, you know, I'm I'm down. I'm down to clown because I can knock you up. And then she doesn't she say, like, oh, don't worry, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, who are you fucking? Right? Oh, my God. Was my question. I feel like she doesn't have any friends. Like, she might be, like, really pretty, but I still feel like her really pretty comes off as, like, a cold bitch. So I feel right. like outside of the girl's arm that she broke, like, she has no friends. Right. Like, and even the friends she has, she breaks her arm. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I would say that, like, one of the parts I started really liking is, like, when um, there is the part where, like, when uh, Nick is seeing that woman his own age, you know? Yeah, one of the women that he works with. Yeah, who, I'm going to say, not as hot as Alicia Silverstone, not by a mile. (laughs) And I was just like... But she's of age. Oh, at least yes, but that. she's of age, so it's it's good. It's a noble thing he's yeah. doing. Not clearly, like, like my thing was, like, if Alicia Silverstone obviously were 10 years older at this point, like, he would be, do you know how down he would be into her being into him and, her, like, would be okay with her being crazy, I feel like? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, oh, she just, like, showed up, like, at, at, like, 24 and he's 28, and she's like, God, he's like, oh, damn, you know, like. <laughs> right. But, like, there's the thing that he does, um, or that she does when, um, he starts seeing, uh, this woman he Mm -hmm. knows, and she just goes off the rails, and it's so funny. I loved it. Um, you know, he, um, there's the thing where she, like, locks her, uh, what's her name? So, the the woman he starts seeing, her name is Amy, Mm -hmm. and she, like, locks her in this room with, like, wasps. Oh, my God. Yes. And I gotta say, like, that that is so funny. It was, it was hilarious. Cause, like, I understand, like, honestly, like, if I was locked in a room with, like, a fucking wasp's nest. Oh, I would have freaked out. I would flip the shit out. But, like, when you see it all in the movie, it's, oh, she's like, it's so, it's so hysterical. It's so funny. I loved it. And I was like, damn, good for you, Adrian. We're fucking creative. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, remember her friend is like, Adrian knows things. Like, about wasps and he's like yeah no shit who else is gonna like put a bunch of wasps in there right (laughs) right like who else was like huh let me just take all of these wasps and just like put them yeah of course it was fucking adrian like you know just of course like it was like there's literally nobody else that like he even like knows at this point that's gonna like wanna you you know like do have anything to do with him for sure yeah <laughs> and also, what but, I love um, too is like he doesn't even like go and see this woman like in the hospital. Like he's like, oh no. yes, and like, like the only reason we know she's like okay, truly, is like the final scene where, you know, he starts getting, you know, Adrian. Like, of course, get we'll get into it. The the scene that leads her to go to like an insane asylum, pretty much. But she's writing mm-hmm. Nick all of these like letters, and then so at the end scene, he's like either living with this one with Amy, or Amy just comes over and like she hands him mail. So now we know she's totally fine. But my thing is like. The whole Amy thing was, like, dropped after. Like, the last time we saw her, she was just, like, on the floor getting attacked by bees. <laughs> and then next thing you know, I was like, okay, okay. Um, like, but, yeah, I would say, and then 
basically he um tom decides he wants to try to like leave like he wants to oh, move nick. out nick nick what nick. did i say tom <laughs> oh oh i think isn't that the dad's name is, in poison is that... ivy yes i think, I think so. you're right <laughs> <laughs> they're all getting they're all getting mixed up in too my many head. Men <laughs> wanting young women. We've been watching lately. Yeah, too much. Yeah, I know. It's all it's all a blur. <laughs> Love it. Um, basically, though, yeah, Nick decides mm-hmm. he wants to move, and like you know, Adrian goes batshit and like mm-hmm. you know accuses him of sexual assault. <gasps> and who be- we I want to know who beat her up. Like she actually had the shit beaten out of her. Did she do that herself? I was like, like I know. I really think she did it herself. But like, I would have loved to see that scene. Right? I, I would have to see it. Or because like, you know, it's like, or if you, this is like a scene where you either show her beating herself up, or you bring in like, if you write Cheyenne better, you bring in the struggle of Cheyenne wanting to be on her side and being like, Cheyenne, you need to punch me in the fucking face. Like, we need to send... And then you can see more... It just brings in Cheyenne more as a character. It gives Cheyenne so much more dimension. I would have loved that if there was, like, a scene where, like, Cheyenne just fucking hauls off and starts beating the shit out. And then that would give Cheyenne, like, all of, like, the rage she feels, too. Like, letting it all out. Like, you're the reason I broke my arm. So now you're telling me to beat the shit out of you. So, like, even though I know this is gonna, you know, really look bad for Nick, and I don't want Nick, I also want to beat the shit out of you. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You know? That would have been great. Yeah, I know. She's just got the shit beaten out of her, and then, like, yeah, the whole, like, But it's never explained. Me. Yeah. But, and again, like, I always, I mean, this was the 90s, so I guess it was probably a lot more edgy then. But, like, I mm-hmm. always think it's so fucking cringy that, like, people use the whole, like, oh, this guy raped me, and it was, it's obviously a lie trope. Oh, and it happens God, in yes. so many Ugh. Lifetime movies. It happens in so many of the movies that we love. Yeah, it's a, the know? whole, like, a believe women aspect of things. Just, like, it's like, well, our, like, look at this little girl. How are we supposed to believe women when this innocent man is, you know, terrorized? Right, And he loses his job and this, all because, you know, this girl made up all these lies about being... And in this case, of course, they all are lies, but nine times out of ten, they are not lies, but because culture, you know, prior to... I love the the movement of, like, Believe Women. Like, prior to this, you'll always have the, you know, the men or even women saying it, too. Like, oh, she was wearing a short skirt she, I, sh- I could be able to walk in naked into a fucking party and say, I want to be fucked right now. And then, like, literally, if I am not, but then somebody literally actually rapes me. Like, I don't care if I walked into that club naked and said, fuck me right here. Like, I should be, like, you should believe me. But then you just have these, these things that we see where it's like, oh, of course you don't believe fucking women. Look at what they do. You know, and it's awful. Right. It's, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, of course. And so then they do that. Mm-hmm. So, and like the way she, she has proof is she has that like used condom. Oh, that was so Remember? Gross. Yeah. He was like, she must've gotten a used condom and like shoved it up her vagina. So like my, my sperm is up in there and I'm like, whoa, like what is happening right now? I don't know. It was, it was so bonkers. And I was like, what the fuck is? I was like, this girl is very calculating if, like, she... And clearly, like, she went to these extremes because, like, the story that we know, we know that Adrian is, like, fabricating being, like, assaulted by Nick. But, man, she, like, was gonna try to nail him as best she could. 
No, I know. And, like, again, I would have loved to have seen some of these scenes where she's, like, either, you know, like, figuring out how she can, like, get evidence and, like, all this. True. You know what I mean? That like made how, it so much better. Or something. Just because, like, you want to see her, um, you want to see her, uh process a little bit you know what i mean yeah because she just like while we see her like go pretty crazy at the end for most of this movie she's like very even keeled like even when she's doing these things she's like very in control of like everything that she does from you know they're awful they're like terrible things that she does and she's clearly like very mentally ill but it was always i i just found it really intriguing that like they decided to go with the whole like let's show her kind of in control for like most of it because the most part like some of it you outside of her hurting her friend like you know you get you like an older guy you're gonna like i remember when i was like 14 and like my binder was just like all like cute guys and in my locker and you have your little shrine it's like helga and hey arnold has her like shrine to arnold like you know it's like these are like you're like oh i like him so like that that's weird but at the same point i'm like oh i kind of i kind of get that i get the crush i get her being hurt by being like pushed away from him but i just felt like we never really saw her I don't know, yeah, I think, like, you're right. If we just saw those moments of her actually being very calculating, that would have been really interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah, all we're doing is... A lot of this movie is us hearing about something that she's done. We don't actually see her do anything. Which is interesting. Like, it was a weird way to do the movie. And again, like, yeah, you're right. She was either 15 or 16 Mm -hmm. when she made this movie. So maybe... Maybe there was some sort of, like, I don't know. I don't want to say labor laws, but, like, there might have been something that prevented them from shooting it mm. that way. I think you know we're giving I mean? them like too much credit. Maybe because, like, she was a kid. Maybe they're just lazy. <laughs> I, I do remember reading that Alicia Silverstone, um, she became legally emancipated. Oh, did she? So that child labor laws wouldn't have, to, like, affect her mm. in this movie. Really? So she, like, emancipated herself from her parents. Oh, I get I get the whole emancipation, but the emancipation from your parents allows you to work longer hours, even if you're under 18? Because technically, yeah, because technically you're... you are your own guardian oh, at that point. Okay, that's, that's interesting, because I still felt like legally, even if, like, you have emancipated yourself, that by law they would be like, well, you still can't work past, like, midnight, but... Right, I feel like the labor laws they can... But, like, I still feel like they probably wouldn't have been able to do, like, sex stuff. Like, they wouldn't have been able to, like, do any... Yeah, like, a pretty... Uh, yeah, like, that's definitely not her ass. Because, like, I feel like you can't show her ass. Um, that whole scene where she, like, knows he's in the closet and she starts, like, undressing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, she's totally in control again. Like, she knows everything. Right. And, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, let's maybe get into the ending a little bit. Like we can talk about how she basically, yeah, at a certain point she just goes off the walls. This is what we've yeah. been waiting for the whole time. Yeah, and I felt like for me that was that that whole sequence was kind of the batshit moment of the movie. Like there are little moments like within it, but I felt like that final sequence where like she is like fully like off kilter I felt like I was like okay <laughs> yeah no and like I remember thinking I was like I would yeah again we've already said it like I wish we could have seen her be this earlier 
Like, Mm -hmm. or at least, like, her Mm -hmm. hiding this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, her trying to not seem like a crazy person. And then, and then finally it just, like, you know, like, the dam bursts and, like, it all goes crazy. I mean, I love a good scene on a carousel, first of all. Like, I love that sort of thing. It's always so creepy. I love it. I thought that the dad just had this, like, carousel, like, that in their, like, attic and he's like oh yeah I was trying to like make a you know I was trying to make like a the cute little like play place for her I was like why the fuck were you like putting a carousel in the goddamn attic <laughs> like what is going on I mean it, it led to that crazy scene at the end where it's like oh cool now we can like use this you know this carousel. weird set piece <laughs> right oh. but um yeah no so it's like she's got Cheyenne like like all roped up and like yeah, like gagged. bound and gagged to this like carousel. Like, what was her plan? Like, I'm surprised she just didn't straight up kill Cheyenne. Like, apparently she had yeah. no problem like killing other people. But, like, what were you gonna do after you like? Because like Cheyenne, the whole thing is because Cheyenne tells Nick like, oh okay, like you there is proof because like she wrote a diary, and if you could right. just find that diary, like blah blah blah. And then he's like, let me walk you home, and she's like, oh no, I'm fine. And I'm like, no, dude, like. Do not let her walk home alone because clearly fucking, like, Adrian is, like, watching. And, of course, Adrian, like, kidnaps her and then, like, so how long has she been up in, like, the attic is my question, Right. <laughs> I'm like, she's been yeah, up there for, like, this... five days. <laughs> right, right. No, and it's just, yeah, so you have that part and, I mean, again, it was kind of like that, that scene in, um, oh, why is the name blanking? When we watch Play Misty for me, like when he like runs in and like fucking punches her right in Jessica the face. Walters right yes. in the face. Like there is like, like not it's not as abrupt as that, but like he does get a thing where he like hits her. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But then like she, I, I'm so confused. Was, was she walking around like a like a a piece of wood? Like what was it that like when he comes in and like she's like set up her shrine in the middle of her bed and it's gonna like all the candles if one candle falls over the whole house is fucking gonna be ignited. Right. But like. Of course. So like I remember she's like now she has this like weapon and it's like chasing him around with it but what was it? Was it like a, a horse thing? Was like it, a whip? Like the th- I, I just was very confused about what it was. No, it was like it was kind of bulky. Like it, I, I, it must have been like a piece of wood or like just like something up in the attic, sort of thing. Uh, I was like, okay, so she says it's like piece of wood, and then she's like chasing him around, and then she like backs him into like the railing, and then he straight up falls over the railing, and then she's like. Oh, yeah, and then meanwhile, the dad is, like, at the house, and he's trying to, like, get into the attic, and you have that, like, ten, they, what they think is tension of him, like, trying to, like, be too short to, like, reach, you know, the thing to, like, save his daughter, and I was just like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Yeah, well, that was yeah. the thing, it's, the dad, I mean, what did he think was happening? Like, he thought his daughter was being assaulted in... Again? Like, like it was, the, the, it was just super funny, because, like... It, if, if you thought that this person, you know, like, had assaulted your daughter, why why is he still able to come in and out of the house? Yes, like, why was he not, like, I get it, they, like, took him into custody, but, like, why was he not, like, charged and, like, arrested? Like, why was he not in jail? Right, well, the thing is, like, 
There was, like, some weird stuff because, like, they obviously, like, at the very end of the movie, there is, like, this thing where he's, like, exonerated and he's, like, obviously, yeah. like, acquitted. Gets his job back. So, like, obviously, that, like, they, they probably did charge him, but, like, it was weird to me that he was just able to still come and go into the house. Like, like, right? no, like, nothing happened. Like, I would think, like, the parents would be like, hey, you need to get your shit out of here. Yeah, if you straight up think that this man, like, if, like, I can only imagine, like, what that would feel like. Like, this, this man that you think you know, like, you believe that he, like, raped your 14-year-old daughter and beat the shit out of her. That, like, I don't know. It's just, Yeah, again, lazy writing a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, cool. You have the scene where, like, Kurtwood Smith tries to, like, attack him after they, like, arrest him. And he's, like, jumping on top of him. The cops are, like, pulling him off and all that shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. But, like, I don't know. Like, it was just a lot. Right. Um, Yeah. So, basically, though, it all accumulates where, like, basically uh, Adrian gets, you know, knocked out. And, like, we Mm -hmm. realize, you know, they finally realize what was going on. And so she gets sent to a psychiatric ward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, in like in classic lifetime movie fashion, you know, it's her talking to this doctor who like he clearly is developing feelings for. For, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, good for And you. the dumb doctor thinks she's doing well. He's like cuz she's like writing a letter to Nick and she he's like the doctor's like, "Yeah, well, maybe he'll read one and he can see all the progress you're making." I'm like, "This bitch ain't making shit progress." Yeah, you dumbass. She's just good at <laughs> That's the thing is, it's just like some people like this like can manipulate and can make you believe that yeah, oh, I'm definitely better when no, like she's got her next obsession lined up, you know. Right, and there is, like, there's that moment at the end where, like, she sees, like, the new, the doctor and the doctor's, like, wedding mm-hmm. picture. So it ends with her, like, staring evilly at it, <laughs> you know? And it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, would you say, would you say that your batshit moment, though, was that Yeah, I, w- I that think ending it was, sequence? I think it was, where, I think when it was, like, she he goes over the railing, kind of, because all right. she's doing is kind of, like, moving closer to him. She hasn't even, like, swung that bat thing at him once, and, like, he just fucking falls over, and then now she thinks he's dead, so now she's doing her, like, long soliloquy as she's, like, ascending the, like, stairs about, like, and I was just like, oh my god, this is, this is ridiculous. And, of course, he's, like, not dead, and then they fight. So, yeah, I think, like, they, maybe that was my batshit moment, mainly because I just didn't, like, really expect him to go off the rail. Right. I would say, I think my batshit moment was the, was the scene with the, the wasps. That is where, a like, good scene, too. she's, like, freaking out, she's, like, flailing and I'm just like this is so fucking funny like I I understand like the importance of the scene because like you know she has this fear of wasps Mm -hmm. if I was locked in a I'm not even that afraid of I mean I'm afraid of them in that like I don't want to get stung that's it yes but like I'm certainly like yeah I would probably flip the fuck out (laughs) but I mean just the way it was done was so funny and like out there though it was super crazy so i would say that's my batshit moment yeah she like traps her because the woman's a photographer so she has like a shed where she has all of her equipment 
yeah, like, her dark room is, like, this shed. So you see, like, a pair of hands, like, lock the shed. And then you see the pair of hands have, like, all of these bees. I mean, a wasps. And just, like, puts them in the, um, you know, there's, like, a vent that lets air in and out. And then she, like, puts that right next to the vent. And all the wasps just, like, go in. And now the girl, like, is, sh- like, struggling with the door because it's been locked. And, yeah, she just hits the floor. And then, yeah, we only see her again in the final scene. Right. Yeah, so I would say that is my batshit moment. Yeah, and also to me, like, what was the point of, like, every time Adrian did something, we, like, never see her do it, we only see her hands, so are they trying to, like, do disbelief that, like, it's not her? Like, we fucking know it's her. No, it does it, it didn't make any sense, like, we, again, like, and I've said it a couple of times, it's like, we never actually really see her do anything. Right? And it's so- not even, like, but it's not done in a... POV sort of way where like you wouldn't like where you wouldn't think it's her yeah or like where like you could eventually say like oh maybe it wasn't her like yeah you definitely see who like, else would it be you know right right yeah right unless like yeah so it was just very it's, it doesn't make any sense no, no this movie didn't make any sense yeah so I guess I would say like if I'm going to rate this on the garbage meter, I think I will say hot garbage because yeah. like so much of this was so dumb. I did have a really good time watching it because like I was a little drunk and I like mm-hmm. smoked a little bit, so I was like I was in like that perfect place for this of like where everything yeah where everything that happened in this movie I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think hot garbage makes a lot of sense. I watched it stone cold sober. Like I was completely like this morning. I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch it before we record. And I had seen it before, but it had been like a long ass time. And yeah, I I agree. I had fun. Like I never really was bored with it at moments. Like Alicia Silverstone is pretty captivating, and it's not hard to look at Carrie Elway's like at all. So um, you know, like all of those things that like come into it because like this movie at least made sense. Like her crush, he's like sexy. She's fourteen. He's like twenty eight. Like you're gonna get a crush. Whereas like with Poison Ivy, it made no sense that like Ivy would be into Tom Skerritt. Right. Well, like, that's the thing is like this. Like the her motivations in this are crystal clear. She has a crush. Oh, yeah. She's obsessed. Whereas like we talked about in Poison Ivy, we didn't know why. She, she was, was doing, doing anything. Did she want yeah. to be part of the family? Was she in love mm-hmm. with Tom Skerritt? Was she in love with Sarah Gilbert? What was wrong? Yeah, what, we don't know. <laughs> what we don't were know. you doing? <laughs> so, yeah, as bad as this movie may have been, and it's pretty, yeah, solidified in the hot garbage area, at least, like, like Adrian had motivation. Yeah, like, we get it. We understand what she's doing, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you can understand from, like, uh, being, like, a young, especially, like, a young woman, like, I, I, and having been a 14-year-old girl, like, I understand the whole crush. Like, that makes complete sense to me. But, like, of course, like, what she did, we're also not mentally ill, so, like, we don't <laughs> have, like, that you know, feeling that, like, when we get a crush, this is, like, what we have to do. But we understand, like, a crush. Like, that very intense, that super, like, overwhelming yeah. feeling. And when you're 14, oh it's always, it's the end of the you world. know, like, the... I've been watching a lot of, yeah, I've been watching a lot of Bob's <sighs> Burgers lately. Tina and like is my spirit animal. Tina, like, Tina, it's, I would love to see a thriller episode of Bob's Burgers with Tina being, like, like, an Alicia Silverstone character, because, like, oh my god, you know, she's, she's so funny, and she's so, she's so, like, just overwhelmed by emotions for guys, and in, like, a very endearing way, like, she's not, 
she's not like I mean he is weird about it but like you know it's like it's always so like it's very innocent yeah it's rooted in just like oh I want to like touch your butt (laughs) like that's it and I want to be junior even though he's awful to me like that's the that's the whole thing too is that that I love about you know when you you show 14 year olds and like Jimmy Jr. is like terrible to her like she should move on from Jimmy Jr. but like she's just so rooted in this crush on him that like no other guy is Jimmy Jr. and if another guy likes her it's like oh um but they're not Jimmy Jr. so like when you're 14 and you have like that crush like you're like oh my god like yeah I remember like growing up I had the crush and he of course was younger than me so like (laughs) <laughs> that 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 was he's like two years younger than me so I think I was maybe like he was like 12 and I was like it's weird when he was 12 and I was 14 but hey he was hey. so cute right <laughs> and he was so sweet and my friend's mom used to always like call him my fiance and I was like god damn so cute oh god I was like I should have I should have had more game at 14 I, I waited till he was 14 and then had maybe more game but you know I should have had more game at 14 <laughs> <laughs> right But, I mean, honestly, too, like, I feel like talking about that sort of thing with, like, 14-year-olds and, like, whatever, like, I feel like even now, like, when we have crushes, it's not like we know what to say. We don't know what we're fucking doing. He's still like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, especially when they're, like, you can, like, when they're, like, and if they're, like, good-looking, like, you're, like, oh, my God, am I good-looking enough for him to like me? Like, one thing. So, like, all those insecurities of being, like, 13, like, kind of flood back to you like well, I'll be like swiping on a guy on tinder and I'll be like oh damn he's so hot but I'm like he's definitely not gonna swipe on me so I feel like when you're like in this like world of like online dating it makes you feel like you're in middle school again sometimes right right because you're like I, oh that I hot guy that. is not gonna pay attention to me even <laughs> if like you're matured way more than you know being like 14 with braces and awkward as shit and like me I dress like a tomboy so I was like I look at pictures when I was 14 I'm like yeah no wonder dudes were not into me then but now I'm like I want to own my shit now and I'm like I can get any hot guy I want but you still have that like that insecurity that like runs through you right right (laughs) it's always there it's so true it's so real it's very real (laughs) unless you're Alicia Silverstone man if I looked like her when I was 14 I probably just would have been like fucking enjoying life yeah I would have been enjoying life Yeah, so that's this week, uh, The Crush. Um, as you can see, we're, we're not the biggest fans of the movie, but I would say I still totally, you know, recommend you going out and uh, enjoying it. Maybe watch it a little inebriated like Jenna did. Hell yeah. <laughs> Starting to realize that some of these movies are done, are like, are when you're a little drunk or you're a little stoned, they're perfect (laughs) they're like the per it's like the perfect snack (laughs) when you're hungry so yeah thank you again for listening if you have the chance please like um like us rate us do all that good stuff reach out to us uh we love doing this we're having a blast during it keeping us somewhat sane during quarantine especially now that la is fucked again like they're they're closing everything again pretty much so um yeah so thank you for listening to us yeah thanks guys bye 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 sweet sweet